Okay. I have a problem, everybody. I don't know how to start my podcast. I don't. I just never know what to say. Hey, hello, yo, how are you? I used to say yellow strangers. That was just weird. So, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to ask you guys what you think that my intro should be. Because I don't know. So, if you want to submit um, an idea for an intro, go ahead and go to my website, thestrangersessions.com, and go to the Contact Me page, and you could submit uh, your ideas there for my intro, because I'm just having such a hard time trying to figure out how to start it. Um, By the way, for you guys who are new, I call myself the Angel the Stranger, um, welcome to my podcast. This is the Stranger Sessions. Um, and so, yeah, uh, I have that contact box up now. So if you want to send in, uh, I'll get to that. But yeah, there's a contact box on my website, thestrangersessions.com. Don't forget the the and no spaces. Um, go ahead and check that out if you want to. There's some stuff up there. It's not really my main Like, I don't really post that much on there because my main thing is the podcast. But I do have some random posts up there if you guys want to check that out, if you're curious. Um, If you guys could, it would be cool if you gave me a review on Apple Podcasts because that just helps a podcast when it has reviews. Um, But... Now that I have that contact box on my website, you don't have to go to a review if you just want to reach out to me um, just that way. Uh, Also, oh, what else you can, so that contact box is not only, it's just like, you just contact me that way. But um, some things that I'd like to hear from you guys is what you think I could do better on the podcast, I guess, uh, what kind of things you would like me to do a podcast or a session on, um, what kind of questions you'd like me to answer, and that doesn't mean just questions that are, like, about being a stranger in the world, um, questions, like, even just about me that you're curious about, like, so that I can put together a Q&A session, which would be actually really fun for me, um, and hopefully for you guys too, so if you want to send in questions for that too, that would be great, um, and yeah, also, I have a question for you guys, again, since you can contact me now, um, are you guys, do you have any interest in, like, me doing a giveaway, like, now, well, okay, so if I did a giveaway, it would have to be on something, but it would just be, like, a just-for-fun giveaway, I don't even know, okay, You know what, never mind. Never mind for now. I can't really do that right now. Maybe eventually I'll bring it up again, but never mind on the giveaway for now. Um, And lastly, to the super long intro. I have a Spotify account that you guys can, um, if you guys want 
me to share that with you. Um, that would be the account's name is Angel the Stranger. Um, and I'm probably the only profile with that name. So if you guys want to go check out what kind of music I'm currently listening to, uh, just for fun. I don't know. I thought that would be interesting. You could probably go check that out, um, at that account if you want to. And I don't have any socials as of now. So that's pretty much as far as you get if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's get started now. Um, so today's podcast is all about why do like we need to be different than the rest of the world? Like, what is even the purpose? Like, I don't know. It just like kind kind of sometimes it gets frustrating that we need to be different because our natural want is to be like everybody else, or or just to like in different aspects we want we want to not follow the rules because you know you don't sometimes you just don't know why we are doing this. So, today I'm going to be going over why are we doing this? Um Romans 12, 1 and 2 is the first verse that I'm going to open up to. Oh, first verses, sorry. Oh, by the way, you guys, okay, so my friend was looking at my website and going through some of the posts I posted up there. And he was, like, giving me a bunch of, like, editor things. Like, oh, you spelled your Y-O-U apostrophe R-E when it's supposed to be Y-O-U-R. I know, usually usually that mistake is the opposite way, but I did it that way. Um, so, I'm just going to tell you, I'm not perfect at all. So, if you go up there uh, and I make some kind of mistakes in my writings... You probably still understand what I was trying to say, so just look, just look past that, would you? Also, guys, I struggle with self acceptance. Like I struggle with like the normal stuff a normal teenage person would struggle with. Um, maybe not all of you, but I'm sure there are other teenagers who also struggle with these things. But so. I do struggle with self-acceptance. Like, I'm telling you right now, this podcast, it's not just, like, a fun and games for me. I I spent a lot of time worrying about it. Like, what are you guys going to think of me? Like, did I say something stupid before that I should take down? Like, that first podcast session of mine that's uploaded, like, is that terrible? Should I redo it? It's not easy. It's not easy putting myself out there so that you guys can see how I have grown. Um, and you might think it has only been a, a few weeks that I've had this podcast, which is true. It's been like a month or two, but I've I've been learning a lot lately, like a lot. I've changed a, like within a week. I might realize something that I didn't know before. And that changes me a lot. So, some things I might have said back a few weeks ago, I might see as stupid now. And I'm afraid to have that up still because when you guys listen to this pot, this session, you're going to put the me in this session with the me in that session together. Which is hard because that's like, I'm different from that now. I don't know. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying, but 
it's not easy. It's just not. And I just got, I just wanted you guys to know that. Like, I'm not perfect at all. And please don't expect me to be perfect. Because if you expect me to be perfect, I'm going to fail miserably. So just understand that I'm just like you. I'm just a teenager. And I'm just a human who's trying to live my life for Jesus and hoping to that Jesus will encourage you guys through my podcast or like that I would be relatable to you guys because so many people online and even in person are portraying themselves as such perfect human beings and hiding all of their flaws whether it be with makeup or filters or even just a fakeness in person and I'm just kind of here, I just kind of want to be a relatable person to you. That you would know that nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect. I know you're not perfect. And so in that instance, we're the same. We're sinners, and both of us need Jesus. And so, that's just what this podcast is about. So I just want you guys to know that if you realize something that I did as a mistake during this podcast... That's okay with me. Like, I'm okay with it. Like, I'm trying to be okay with it. I'm doing my best to be okay with it. Because I need you guys to see that part of me too. The imperfectness when it comes to me. So that you guys would know that you're not the only ones who are imperfect. Um, Because everybody is imperfect. They just don't show it very much. Um... Okay, so I just wanted to include that because he was all going over my um, posts and he was like, oh, that's wrong. Oh, this is wrong. And I can't remember where it was, so I couldn't really fix it now. Uh, Maybe I should just leave it so you guys can go look for it and be like, ah, she's right. She is imperfect. (laughs) Just as proof, yeah. I'm sure you guys have all your proof stored up against me. Okay. Romans 12, 1 and 2. Guys, if you're new and you're listening to this podcast, hi, this is me. Welcome. I'm sorry for the very long intro, although it might have been interesting to you. I don't know. Okay, 1 Peter 2, 11 and 12. Oops, wrong one. No, oh, I've been telling you the wrong verse this whole entire time. Yes, 1 Peter 2, yes, 2, 11 and 12. You guys love me, don't you? We're going to do Romans next after this one. So, 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 11 and 12. These are my theme verses. Listen, if you want to. Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts which war against the soul, having your conversation honest among the Gentiles, that, whereas they speak against you as evildoers, they may by your good works, which they shall behold, glorify God in the day of visitation. So I'm going to translate now. Dear people, people that I love, I beg you, I beg you as people who are set apart to set yourself apart and keep yourself away from fleshly, worldly lusts or wants, which literally war against your soul or your spirit. So your flesh is warring against your soul, if you guys don't know about that. But, yeah, your flesh, your physical body and wants versus your spiritual, whatever, your spirit inside, they're warring against each other here on earth. Um, 
having your conversation, honest among the Gentiles. So, I mean, that could be translated, it doesn't really, it could mean like your actual conversation, like when you're talking with somebody, but it, I think it more means like your lives or like how you show up as a person. Um, anyway, that whereas they speak against you as evildoers, so non-believers will speak out against us as if we are evildoers or as if we are haters because of the things that we believe. If you guys haven't seen that recently, you're, you've probably been napping this whole time because Christians are for some reason seen as haters because of the things we believe in. I don't know. Um, which is exactly opposite of what we're trying to do. We're trying to show everybody that Jesus loves them so much that he died for them. And, and just by believing that, they can be saved and go to heaven and spend eternity with the most perfect being in ever. And they're calling us haters because we don't do the things that they do. And they're, you know, it's just so twisted. Everything is so wrong down here. So we're going to be trying, we are supposed to be different so that they would see the difference. So that they will behold our good works. So this is all about good works, right? Because we are Christians, we are not saved by good works. But because we are Christians, we want to have good works, right? If you guys understand what I'm saying. But because... They will see our good works, which come from the fact that we are saved and we have Jesus inside of us. They will glorify God in the day of visitation. I don't know what the day of visitation is. I probably should look that up. But the point is that they will glorify God because of our good works. So a lot of people, I don't know, I feel like a lot of people think that we're supposed to be saved by doing good works, but that's not how we're saved. We're saved by having faith in God, and that's it. We're, we're, if you have faith that God came down as a human being and died for your sins, and you are free now and all you have to do is accept that, you are saved. You are going to spend eternity with God in heaven. But once you are saved, if you are truly saved... Jesus will start becoming the number one thing in your life. And you will start to want to please him. And you will start to want others to know him. And so slowly you're going to have good works. Because that is how you live for Jesus. You live for Jesus by having good works. So. Romans 12, 1 and 2. So I have this note here. I don't know if I'm supposed to do it now or later. I don't even know. But, no, I'll save for later. Okay, Romans 12, 1 and 2. I told you, you love me. Okay, Romans 12, 1 and 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is the... Ooh, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now, that's a lot of words. Let me break it down. 
again, he's begging you, brothers in Christ, or, or sisters in Christ. It doesn't say sisters here, because he was writing to the men. But, this is Paul, by the way. Um, by the mercies of God. I feel like he means here, because of the mercy God has had on you. By saving you, even though we were destined to die because of our sins. Basically, that we would present our bodies a living sacrifice, meaning that we we as a person would be a sacrifice, a living sacrifice. Not one that gets killed, like on the altar, but someone who's holy and acceptable unto God. Let me finish on the living sacrifice. Meaning that we should sacrifice our everything to God so that he could use us to whatever purpose he desires, whatever purpose he wills, that we would be used. So that's what a living sacrifice would be. We sacrifice our, our all. We sacrifice things that we want, that we think we need. Think, like all these things, we just sacrifice everything. Because he gave his life for us. He came down here. And he lived it for us, and he died for us. If you want to know a lot more of how he did that, go to my The Gospel session. Um, I really evaluate on that a lot in that one. Um, but yeah, he did that. He gave his life for us. So it's our reasonable service to give ours to him and to live for him. Um... I think I already covered this, but yeah, when you get saved, you basically give God your all. That's, you get saved, you are Jesus's now. Jesus is yours now. He lived for you, you live for him. No holding back. Philippians 2, 13 through 16 is like a nice passage. Um, it's a good passage about living for God. So it says, For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Do all things without murmurings or disputings, that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world, holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. This passage is so rich and like it just has so much in there. I'm going to try and break it down now because I know that when I read it, it probably just kind of jumbles up in your guys' mind and you can't really understand what I'm saying. And there's a lot of words in there that because I'm using the new King James version of the but No, 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 no. Just the King James version, not the new one. Um... A lot of the words in here are not words that we use nowadays or we don't use it in like that kind of order. So I'm going to try and break it down. So it first it says that God works in us. It's God who works in us to do the will of his good pleasure, to do his will um, for his pleasure or just for his plan in general. Um, I, I mean... I don't really want to put words in the Bible. So it says to do of his good pleasure. So I'm not going to say plan because I don't want to say something that's false. Um, 
And then it says, do all things without murmurings or and disputings. Um, I feel like that's like kind of self-explanatory. Like, do this God's will happily. Don't don't like be like, yeah, I don't want to do this. You know, don't. <laughs> no, we're doing this for Jesus because He did a bunch of things that He probably didn't want to like. As a person, he didn't want to do it. But as God, he knew he needed to. So he did. Um, So we're supposed to do it without, like, murmuring or, like, whining or, you know, disputing, fighting about it. Um, Then it says, so that we would be blameless and harmless. The sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation. I feel like during this time right now and, like, where I am. A crooked and perverse nation is, like, such a good explanation of what is going on now. I don't even know what's going on. I'm just, like, trusting God. I'm just like, Lord, please save us. Anyways, so in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, we should shine as lights in the world, in the light, as lights in the darkness. This is why we are, we are different. We're different because we need to be lights. So people would see them and they'd be like, wow, I'm lacking something. What is it? And maybe they'll come and ask you and maybe they'll get saved. I don't know. Um, Holding forth the word of life. So basically, I think this means just like living your life so that you would always be like showing the word of God or the gospel um, or Jesus, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, so that he would, he would rejoice that he lived his life to show Jesus. And that's why we should live our lives to show Jesus, is so that we could rejoice when Jesus comes back, or when we go there, I don't know which time this is talking about, but in the day of Christ, whenever that is, we should rejoice because we're working to show people Jesus just through our daily lives because that's that's how we're supposed to be um showing Jesus but I'll get to that uh 1 Corinthians 7:23 I'm going there 7:23 okay ye are brought little, little can't speak you are bought with a price Be not ye the servants of men. You're bought with a price. Jesus died for you in order for you to be bought from sin. Don't be servants of men. Be servant of God. Be a servant of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and lots of other titles that he has. He has more names than I can imagine. Okay. Okay, so if you are not Jesus' servant... Or like living for Jesus now. Then you are sin's servant. You're living for sin. If it's not Jesus, it's sin. There's only like two options. I think there's only two options, right? Because if it's not Jesus, then what are you living for? Yourself, that's sin. Somebody else, that's sin. Jesus, that's the only person you can live for. That's the only way. It's the only way. I'm going to say it. It's the only way. If you guys saw me right now, I'm just like sitting on the floor and waving my arms around because that's just how I do this. Okay. 
another reason we would submit our all to God and sacrifice like think of something you sacrifice for God so that I personally I sacrifice a lot of trendy clothing for God because so that I would dress modestly and not blend in with all the other girls who are showing off their bodies so that's one thing I sacrifice for God and I'm saying to you now it's not easy for me anyway I love clothes but I do it because it pleases God because God is pleased when we submit our role to him if we give him our whole entire lives everything our clothing style our music taste the movies we are entertained by the friends we hang out with the activities we are involved in every single thing the person that we are interested in um the church we go to sometimes those can if you're caught in the wrong fellowship it can be more dangerous than a gun to your head well pro- like yeah i like, okay <sighs> Anyways, what else? Uh, if you sacrifice, if you submit your social media time and what you see or things that you are tempted to look at because you spend time online, um, the things you think are funny that could be incredibly displeasing to God, um, mocking sin, uh, mocking things that you need to respect and that are not funny um, can be displeasing, displeasing to God. So we need to submit our all, like even the jokes we say, because our whole entire life we need to submit to him. We need to sacrifice it all. It's all his to use. Um, he works through us, which means that we need to be clean, pure. We need to be submitting our bodies as a holy and acceptable sacrifice. And then... Once we do that, we are able to be his instruments. We are able to work for him. Um, if you are going to eat dinner and you get your fork and you're ready to eat with it, your fork is meant to scoop the food into your mouth. But if you notice some nasty dirt on this fork, you're not going to use it, right? But the dirt on the fork could be anything that you're holding back from God. In your life, that, but you can't eat with that. That's that's gross. That just that's just gross. It just doesn't work, right? So, but the fork the fork doesn't want to wash that off. That's that's his music taste. He loves Post Malone. No, okay. I'm sorry, Post Malone fans, but if you want to, I have. I have a session on that. It's called Strangers to Music. Or or it could be another music artist, not just Post Malone. I'm not singling him out. I'm just using a, him as uh, an example. And Post Malone, he's, he's a person. And honestly, I have a kind of soft spot for him. And I, I hope that he gets saved. Um, I don't know. I have a soft spot. For some rappers. Um, 
And yeah, so I don't have anything against Post Malone. I just know that when you listen to music with that kind of message in them, that's displeasing to God. It doesn't sanctify you to be uh, qualified to work as God's instrument or fork. Um, Also, I have nothing against forks. I just needed you guys to visualize it so you would understand what I'm saying. Um... Let me tell you, God loves Post Malone more than I do. God loves Post Malone more than Post Malone loves Post Malone. So, nothing against Post Malone. I'm just, just trying to use that as an example, okay? Um, another thing, we need to be doing everything. Every single thing we do in a day for His glory, for God's glory. Um, Matthew 5, 13 16. Okay, so this whole entire passage just talks about being the salt of the earth and glorifying God with our lives. So it says, Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is henceforth good for nothing, but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. So what's, what is, if you're a flavorless salt... If you're a salt that has no flavor, that's, why did I repeat that? I don't know. What's the point of, like, would you sprinkle salt that is not salty on your food just for the look of it? Not really. You can't really see it. I wouldn't. I don't think I would sprinkle salt on my food if it didn't have flavor. So, if you're a salt grain and you have no flavor, God can't use you. You won't flavor the earth. You won't be the salt if you have no flavor. Okay, so you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. So if you're out in the dark and you need the flashlight, you turn it on. Do you turn it on and then stick it in a hole so that nobody would see the light? No, you take it out and shine the way for several people if you're out like camping or something. Maybe you do that. Maybe you, you, use the flashlight lights the way for anybody who can see the light. So, that's what, kind of what he's talking about here. 16. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Our good works is for God's glory. Not for our glory, not for our salvation, but that people who see our good works would glorify God in heaven and they might be saved. Um, Another reason for this, well, another thing that applies is taking up your cross. So taking up your cross is kind of like sacrificing things. Well, okay, so yeah, maybe you get what I'm saying. So, like, sacrificing pleasures or things for God, like I was just talking about. Matthew 10, 38 and 39. And he that taketh not his cross and follows after me is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life shall lose it, and he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. So, I guess this means... I know I've read something that sounds like this before. I don't think it's this exact verse. But 
when it talks about this in the Bible, it means that somebody who has a good life on earth with like who pursues the things that they want and their wants and everything and who, you know, lives their lives for pleasure and, and for themselves. They've found their life, right? That's like the good life, fame, money, wealth. Well, that's the same thing. Like, good wife or husband, whatever. That's the life, right? They're living the life. Does anybody ever bring up, man, you know that one guy who is like, who lived in a broke down apartment with his roommate for like seven years saving up for something? And then he like went out to, I can't remember what country. And he said something about giving out the gospel. And then 40 years later, he comes back. And he still doesn't have money. Like, nobody ever, like, tells stories about... I don't feel like a lot of people tell stories about those kind of people when they're, like, that's their goal. I'm gonna go to some kind of tiny little town nobody even knows the name of. And I'm gonna tell them that Jesus loves them. Even if they might kill me because I'm not their color. Or their tribe, or their culture, or their village person. Like, you know, that's not the life. That person gave up his life f- to serve God, to go tell those people that they, they're loved and they need a Savior. So this is why we're sacrificing, <laughs> sacrificing the things we want is because we need to be living for God, not for us. So, this is why I'm striving to live differently. So the world can see God through me. Even though I'm an imperfect mess. Sinner. I was filthy and God cleaned me. And now he's using me. And when people see that... There's a possibility that they would become curious or in any way because I am living my life for him and trying to live every single second for him. I fail. I do. I, I do. I just miserably. But not always. And they might see that I'm really trying though. And because of that, they might be saved. There's a possibility. And because of that possibility... I'm living this way. I'm willing to sacrifice my all for God. Because he sacrificed his all for me. And I don't even deserve it. I'm, I was in debt to him. And instead of taking the less that I had, he gave me more than I could have ever imagined. Same with you. And so that's why the best I could do is my reasonable service is to... What's the word? Give, I guess give, I'm just going to use that one because I can't remember the other one. My life as a holy and acceptable sacrifice. But it wasn't until Jesus came and cleansed me and, and wiped away that sin. And, and that's the only reason. 
And lastly, the Great Commission. Matthew 28, 19 and 20. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Our, our greatest command or, like, purpose, I can't remember the word again, is to serve God by going out into this world. He put us here to witness to other people. To show them Jesus and to give them the gospel, whether that be through actions or words, so they might be saved. That is the purpose of us on earth. That's what I, I feel like that's what I believe that we're here for. And if I'm wrong, I could be possibly wrong because I'm capable of that. I'm human. But as I've been studying God's word and praying it and and trying to figure out how to live my life through these tiny little details such as music taste, clothing style, um, words I say. I kind of just figured out that it's to show Jesus by living like him, for him. To witness to other people through my actions because currently that's the best that I can do is to witness through actions in my life rather than through words. Sometimes I can use words. Like, for 16 years, I couldn't use words to witness. I witnessed one time to a neighbor friend. But all that time I was witnessing, 16 years. I lived 16 years witnessing through my life. And I did not even really know it. And finally, now I can witness through words, through this podcast. And that's, that's what I'm trying to do. I want you guys to know that Jesus loves you so much. And if you already know it, then you're here to tell other people that message. That Jesus loves you so much. That's the, great, the greatest commission. Is the most important thing anyone could hear in the whole entire world. And who did Jesus give it to so that it would be heard? He gave it to you. He gave you that responsibility. He gave me that responsibility to go out and to tell people. Because if we don't, can you imagine eternity Regretting your mistakes. I can't imagine it. It'd be terrible. So that's why we need to take our responsibility seriously. Because so many people just... It's so sad to see when their responsibility just like falls through their fingers and they don't even know it. We need to get a hold on our responsibility and ask Jesus to help us. Just to work through us, to lead us, just to like submit our all, to sacrifice our all, just give it all to him. So that he could work through every single aspect and little detail of us in our being. So that people would hear or see 
Jesus. And that's why we live differently. You're welcome. Okay. So, yes. So, if you guys want to go to my website, it's thestrangersessions.com. Maybe leave a review for me. Uh, I did. Okay, so, for you guys that's been, that have been with me since, like, the very beginning, which is, like, a few weeks ago. (laughs) Um, I can't even remember how many weeks it's been. Maybe it's been more than a week like a month or two, um, I did, I just posted my strain, my mm, podcast as The Stranger Sessions, but that is a really bad name for someone who's trying for, like, the audience that I'm doing this podcast for, which is Christian Teens, um, so I changed my name to The Stranger Sessions for Christian teens, so it's still the same. I just needed to put those keywords in so that when someone would search Christian teen podcasts, because that's what I searched when I found the podcast that I listened to, um, so that when someone would search that, I would pop up. So because that's what I'm here for. Um, so yeah, that's if you notice that difference, that's why. Um, and yeah, if you could be really cool if you guys just like prayed for me and prayed that God would use me to work um and to spread the gospel and encourage the teens around that need to be encouraged like if you know somebody who's having a hard time um you could give them my podcasting and God could possibly work through me um I hope, I'm praying that he would, and hopefully you guys can pray for me too, because the fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. I remembered it. I remembered that verse. Okay, guys, Jesus loves you so much. You are perfectly and wonderfully made.